Welcome to episode three of In the Kitchen with Wynn. This is where I connect with, uh, with food founders and learn about their story. And today I'm so grateful that I have Jaden, two-time author and founder of See Me Kitchen. Hi, Jaden. How are you? So nice to be here. <laughs> I'm so honored to have you here. I've been stalking you for over a decade now because you're one of the pioneers for food blogging. So thank you so oh, much. Oh, don't make me sound so old. <laughs> <laughs> So Jane, you know, the funny thing is, the funny thing is I've been food blogging and this is my uh, last week was our 17th birthday. Oh, I've been food blogging since before Instagram was even a thing, right? Before Pinterest was even conceived of, you know, Twitter had just launched. Facebook was still new. So it's been a long journey. I love it. I love it. So we like, I mean, I'm a newbie to like the food, the food industry, so I can't wait to hear like all the advice that you have. Um, tell us a little bit first about like your business. Like, how did you get started? Well, uh, Steamy Kitchen started as a food blog. And back then, you know, there was no such thing. Nobody knew what a blog was. So on my business yeah. card, I wrote alternative journalist because no one understood <laughs> wow. what a blog was. But I started Steamy Kitchen because I just moved from San Francisco to a little small town in Florida. And I was, uh, I was at a restaurant called Bangkok, Tokyo. Uh-huh. in the lobby waiting for my to-go order. And I, at the corner of my eye, I saw some woman sitting at the sushi bar with the perfect nails, the beautiful uh-huh. shoes and, you know, on her cell phone. And she was, she said pretty loudly, she said, oh, I'm having sushi at the Chinese restaurant. Come meet oh, me here. And I'm like, boy, <laughs> wait a second. This does not make sense. Bangkok, Tokyo, not China, but still, you know. Uh, and so I, I got upset and I was like, God, where did, where did I move? Too, because I'd come from San Francisco, I like the know. culinary, you know, the, the, this is where there's so many restaurants, right? So much good so, Asian um, food up there. No, I know. And so I decided, you know what? I got to do something about this. And so I contacted a local cooking school and I said, I would love to teach people the difference between dark soy sauce and light soy sauce and the difference between uh, Cambodian cuisine and um, Japanese cuisine. And they're like, okay, come in. And so I brought a, a platter of my mom's egg rolls, like oh, her, her yeah. recipe. That was my recipe. That was my <laughs> resume that because I had no culinary experience. And they're like, okay, you're hired. Uh, and so that I started the blog right after that, um, soon after that, because, uh, you know, my students needed recipes. And, you know, it was just an easy way for me to, to, to store the recipes. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. I mean, I remember reading like, cause I'm self-taught, you know, um, in, as far as cooking. So I would like search online and I come across your blog and that, and you were one of the people that helped teach me how to cook. So <laughs> I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's been a very long journey. Uh, now we have an incredible team. I have everyone's virtual. I have uh, Amanda who runs my business and she's um, Canadian, but she's in Mexico because she can work from anywhere. Uh, and I have a, yeah, a development team in uh, Washington state. And then I have um, Dre here in Vegas with me that helps me with a lot of social media and a lot of content and public relations. So I have a wonderful team that helps run the business. And at this point, I'm pretty much hands off and let, you know, let the experts run everything wow, for me. That's amazing. Well, that's one of my goals. 
roles. Cause right now the team is me. <laughs> I do all of right, it, right. the finances, the marketing, the sales. Um, so that's definitely one of my goals this year is to start acquiring a team. Um, so what's your next step for your business? Well, you know, I'm going to touch on that because, you know, a lot of people who are makers and crafters and people who love to have hobbies, uh, they loved, they would love to start their own business. Uh -huh. And I think a lot of them don't realize that if you start a business, only 20% of your, what you do right. every day is related to your craft. Gotcha. The 80% is everything else from being the janitor to the dishwasher, <laughs> to marketing, to sales, to being your own PR person, yeah. uh, you know, there's uh, being tech support, right? Uh, so there's a lot of things that go into a business and the craft is only a small part. And if you're not ready for that 80%, that's when, you know, when you start the business, you're like overwhelmed mm -hmm. and you're like this sucking the joy out of cooking for me. Yeah. And, you know, realizing, gosh, you know, I need to find someone that loves that 80%, that's better than me at this 80%, then I can just focus on my 20%. So it's, I always encourage people, well, maybe find a partner or just realize that, you know, 80% of the time you're going to be doing things that you, that aren't related to your craft. Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree with that. And so tell us a little bit, you know, like you've talked about several times, you mentioned it's a long journey. And I do when I talk to other entrepreneurs who are starting out, I tell them, I mean, it looks like I just popped up overnight and landed <laughs> on the grocery shelves and Amazon, but right. it took me three years uh, to even get the product uh, to market where I can actually right market and try to get into stores. Um, so right. tell me about your journey, what advice you have for people that are looking to start their own business or that are, in well, I've got, yeah, I have a lot of advice. Um, the first one I think is the most important is that you make decisions based on your commitments and not how you feel. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because how you feel is determined by so many things, the weather, you know, whether or is someone cutting you off in traffic can put you in a crappy mood. Uh, there's so many variables based that, that go into your emotions. Mm -hmm. And if you make decisions every day based on how you feel, mm -hmm. it's very hard to succeed, right? Because right. it's not based on who you are, right? If you make decisions and take actions based on your commitments to yourself and to other people that are important, uh, your word is what you have because you strip away everything else and all you have is your word and your commitments that you make. So, you know, every time I feel like, oh, I don't feel like doing this because <laughs> I'm not in a good mood today or maybe tomorrow because I don't feel like it. I always go back to God, make decisions based on your commitments and not how you feel. Uh, it's just kind of like going to the gym, like going to the gym kind of sucks, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I made a commitment. This is what I'm going to do. And you know, when it comes to grit in business, that's really what I'm talking about is the grit in business. It keeps you going every single day is God, this is what I committed to doing. This is what my goals are. This is what, you know, I, if I want to make a million dollars in three years, of course I have to make these certain steps to make these yeah. decisions. So that's one of my, my big, big, big uh, pieces of advice for entrepreneurs. I love that because what I have found is sometimes entrepreneurs make the error of making decisions based on emotions, you know? Mm -hmm. So this is my second business. I had the event planning <laughs> business for 12 years and I know it's difficult, but I try to remove my emotions from the decisions that I have to, to make because, mm. you know, Every day we have to make so many different decisions um, and also the influences of other, other people too, you know, like, right. It's like, oh, you should do this or, you know, you should do that. 
I feel like no one knows your business better than yourself. So you have to really stay focused and be true to who you are and be authentic. So Yes, absolutely. Like authenticity and congruency go hand in hand and like you can be authentic, but incongruent. And to me, the two have to go together. Um, you know, congruency means like I act based on who I say I am, who I, what I stand for, my values and my beliefs. And, you know, sometimes those actions are scary. Sometimes you wake up, you're like, oh my God, I'm so scared. Like I need to call this big, do this big sales call. And I'm a little bit scared. And my advice for that is, um, you know, simply to sum it up, be brave do it afraid because you know what it's going to be painful whether you do it or you don't do it it's going to be scary painful could be scary could be could be fear uh it's going to be scary either way but only one of these choices will lead to you growing so you might as well take the take the path where you're going to actually grow on the other side learn something from taking action versus inaction it's, it's going to be scary to not take action because what do you feel if you don't take action you get a little like FOMO right Right. And you're like, oh, I could have done that. I should have done that. <laughs> and all of that angst is, you know, you don't get anywhere with it. At least when you take action and it is scary and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to, you know, what's going to happen. At least on the other side, you could either learn or, and, and you adjust and you grow. And that's, you know, that's goes back to grit as well, but yeah. you have some kind of result to show for it. I love that so much. I think I feel like that has helped me so much because there are some tough yeah. days where, you know, self-doubt creeps in and I'm like, you know mm -hmm. what? It doesn't matter. I've, I've gone through difficult times before, it, you know, so when someone's feeling kind of down and, and they don't know what to do, what is your advice on like, how do you keep going? Mm, that's a good one. Um, so I imagine I have this giant force field that's around me. It's an invisible force field. And this is something I also taught my kids when they were little, just resilient. Uh, and this invisible force field that's all that surrounds me. And the only thing that I allow into my invisible force field are, are people, thoughts, and things that bring me joy, mm -hmm. or that, you know, help me grow, or that is positive influence. And Everything else stays outside that bubble. I can still interact with it and I can still see them and I can interact with, with any of that type of energy, but they're not allowed to step into my force field. And, you know, you know, when I think about it like that, it's, it's like, I'm very protective of my mind space and I'm very protective of my, you know, my space and my world. It's kind of like, would you let a stranger in your home that proposes danger? Would mm -hmm. you let any negative energy, you know, walk into your home? No, you wouldn't. Same thing with your mind and with your, you know, with your heart and with your emotions, you know, it's sometimes, you know, you're confronted with things that are, don't serve you. Mm -hmm. right? Or are just a negative drain on you. And so you kind of want to just have that invisible force field. You can interact with them, but they cannot come into your space. So be highly protective of your mind space and who gets to occupy your mind. Nobody gets to live rent free in my head. Wow. That is so <laughs> powerful, Jaden. That is like mm -hmm. so amazing. And I think especially like you said, in, in a world where we live in today, there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's Twitter. Right. And I mean, you know, like I've been doing business for a long time, but there are days where you feel like, oh, so-and-so is doing so much better, or how come I'm not progressing as quickly? Um, and I love what you said about just protecting your mindset mm. and, you know, staying authentic and just keep doing the things that you really believe in and, and moving forward, but just protecting our mindset is so huge mm -hmm. and so important. Yeah. 
So it is, it really is. And yeah, just be highly protective. This is what, you know, your mind space is what you own. This is you and your heart space too. So, you know, I, I believe in putting out good energy. Um, I believe in, uh, you know, being completely um, congruent with my actions and, you know, in my values. And, you know, I have just the faith in the universe that the energy that I put out, I get back. And if I get something in that's not quite matchy matchy, mm -hmm. right? Like that stays outside my force field. <laughs> wow, that is just you are so. Oh my, I'm so excited to meet you in person <laughs> next month. We're gonna make it happen. Oh yes, absolutely. But, but you're just, I mean, you exert joy. You, it's like you're so mm -hmm. exuberant and positive. I'm so happy that I decided to do this because I've told people that this is completely out of my comfort zone, but, you know, mm. I love connecting with people and, and other, you know, other, just from social media, I get messages like, oh, that from the other women that say like, you inspire me so much. And, and I'm like, yeah. you know, it's like, I'm so honored. I'm like, but it, it's hard work. And, and there are so many other people that inspire me. So I love bringing mm. everything together and paying it forward. So, oh, but you know what? I love your energy of just, you're so generous and so giving. And uh, you know, the, one of the most important things that I tell people when you, when you, um, you know, meet somebody or you're learning from someone is that you smile with your eyes because yeah. you're inviting and that's exactly what you do. And so you can relate, people can relate to you so much better than someone that's just, you know, kind of hiding and uh, doesn't quite, you know, know how to invite people into their world. So I love the energy that you put out. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. That means so much. That totally just made my day and oh. <laughs> sunshine to a rainy San Diego day. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Do you have like a life motto that you live by or, you know, what, you know, what is it? What's your, your, your one thing that you sort of live by every day? I think what I live by is just, you know, just do it. Like I, it's kind of like Nike, mm -hmm. like just, you know, Right. I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm an immigrant from Vietnam. I had a difficult childhood and, and there's, I feel like the worst thing that someone can say is no. So just try, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. things right. don't have to be perfect. Like, you know, maybe another one is fake it till you make it. <laughs> like, you right, know, right. he's just like graduating college. Um, you know, I, I chose finance, even though I hated math. But it's like I, I choose to try to push through my comfort zone all the time. And that's something I really teach my kids. Like when it's mm. when it's uncomfortable and it's hard, you have to just push yourself through it. And that's how you grow. Like they don't believe me that I'm shy. I told them, I said, I swear to God, I'm <laughs> shy. And they're like, you're not shy. I'm like, I push myself to not be shy. Right. Um, right. You know, and that's how I got my first job out of college. So, oh, I love that's, that. That's one of um, the things that's done well for me over the years is just really pushing out of my comfort zone and never, mm. never be afraid to ask questions. Like, you know, I just reached out to you. We've never met. Mm. We just know each other from social media. I'm like, you know what? I really love her energy <laughs> and what she posts. I'll just reach out. And if she says, no, that's okay. No big deal. Everyone's busy. But so I'm so grateful that you said yes. Um, but I think that's my motto is just do your best, oh, try your best, you know, love it, love it, love it. 
And um, I love I love making people happy and helping however I can. So I think mm. that um, you know I can't always do everything and connect with everyone, but it just takes one person, you know, that says like you know mm. I help them through either a business or a personal thing that that makes my day. So. Yeah, you know, you're going to be inspiring millions of people with just, you know, your experience and your story and, and you ask such great questions that you can tease out sort of, you know, the secrets to what makes someone successful or happy and, and you know, you're, you're wonderful at that. So, you oh know, I know gosh. you said you're new to this and it's hard, but oh my gosh, you're doing such a great job. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then <laughs> my first post, I'm like, I'm not good at editing. I'm doing everything myself, but you know, if it helps yeah. one person, it's worth it. It's worth it to me, you know? So. Right. Okay. So I have another piece of advice for you sure. and, and everyone on all of your viewers and listeners. And you, you mentioned something that really, I, oh God, I just, I just love that you do like you, like it's back to be brave, do it afraid, but it's that you didn't know how to do it and you faked it till you made it. <laughs> That's perfect. I love that. And the reason why is because nobody knows how to do things unless they try and they, they start taking action. And that little bit of action creates momentum. Yeah. It's really hard to go from standstill to a sprint yeah. and win a race. But if you start walking and then you start jogging and then you're like, oh, this kind of feels good. Let's, let's yeah. maybe we'll go into a run. And then, you know, then you created the momentum and uh, you, you start learning and become becoming comfortable in, yeah. in doing something. Yeah. So I love that you can, you know, you just take action. I always say, this is something that I, I practice is like body first, your mind will follow later. It's really, really hard to change your mind about something. And it's really hard to will yourself to do something, but it's a lot easier if you start with your body. So that means like just moving your body, taking action. And how I learned how to be on TV, like you mentioned earlier, before huh. we started recording was like, you know, how did you learn how to do all this? Well, <laughs> I, I actually just did it. Um, I, I, I call it my three M's. At first, I chose who I, you know, to learn how to uh, cook on TV and to do public speaking. Uh -huh. I picked out some of my favorite people that I really respected, um, their energy and just the way they relate. And one of them was Rachel Ray. Another one was Martha Stewart. Another one was Oprah. And yeah. I started like just studying them on TV. Wow. I had them on the screen. I would just study them. And I was like, what are the mannerisms they use or how, what are they thinking about when they're on TV and, and what are they looking at? Mm -hmm. And so I started taking notes and really studying. And at first I would just mimic. So mm -hmm. that's the first M. This is the three M's. Okay. Mimic. I would mimic them. And I was like, how does this feel? You know, I'm getting my body moving. I'm, I'm trying to mimic some of the actions that they do because uh -huh. obviously they're experts in what, in their own fields. Right. And then once I started mimicking, my body started feeling a little bit more comfortable. And then that turns into the next M, which is mirroring. Mm -hmm. So then my body, I started adding a little bit of my own energy and my own, you know, my little, the way I move my hands or, or the way that I cook on TV, sort of my own style. So that's yeah. the second M. And then the third M is after you, after a while, your body's like, okay, I, I get this, you know, I, yeah. I can do this. Yeah. And then you start getting the confidence and that's when you make it your own. So it's mimic, mirror, make it your own. That's how you can learn any skill so quickly and so easily. And that's how you get over the hurdle of, you know, fake it till you make it. It's yeah. really not fake it till you make it. It's really like practice until you practice. get confidence. It's practice. Yes, actually, it's really practice. It's kind of like riding a bike. 
You right. know, when you were little, you just got on. You didn't read 10,000 books on how to ride a bike, <laughs> right? Your parents just like put you on the bike and like, go. Yeah. <laughs> and pretty soon you were wobbly. You were wobbly at first. And then you thought, oh, okay, I got this. And your body started getting comfortable. And then your mind changed. You're like, ah, now I'm confident love about that. getting on the bike and riding. So body first, mind follows. I love that. And I, I totally agree with you. And before I was, I hated doing the Instagram stories. I'm like, who, who wants to listen to me talk? And I don't even know what to say. And, and so, um, but I was so bad. I've been so out of practice doing videos. I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to start sharing the things I do every day. Um, you know, right. just practice speaking on camera, looking at the camera, be, feeling comfortable being on camera, even if it's just me right. with one hand and cooking with the other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're doing fantastic. You're doing so well. So but love I, it. Can, I can say, you know, over time, it feels more comfortable, um, and so I think that's, it's just practice and then starting to get that confidence. And I think this podcast is great too. So it's just, you know, meeting, yeah. like, this is kind of how I am outside of social media. This is how I am in real life. So I think trying to find a way to get comfortable doing that on video was, was a huge obstacle for me because everyone that knows me in mm. person knows I'm very um, just like outgoing and, you know, love connecting and chatting with people and learning with, from people. So, well, thank you mm. so much. You <laughs> are so inspiring. And now I'm going to start mimicking you, <laughs> you to practice my videos. Um, thank, thank you so much. I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. I know how busy you are. Uh, this is by far um, one of my favorite episodes. I know it's going to be for a very long time and I know it's going to help so many people. So oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Jaden. We'll catch up with you next time.